Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of GKG On Air. Today, our guest is Beverly Davis, who is GKG's Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion Manager. Beverly is a retired Air Force officer, and she was an Air Force ROTC instructor for GKG for three years prior to transitioning into this new role. Beverly, thank you so much for joining us today. It's a real pleasure to talk to you and about something that I really love. I just love this topic. Well, good, because I think we have a lot to cover. You know, most people, I think, have a pretty good understanding of diversity and inclusion, but there seems to be a bit of confusion about the middle part of your title, equity. Can you kind of describe the difference between equality and equity? Sure thing. Equality means that for the most part, everybody is given the same resources or everybody gets the same piece of the pie. Equity means that there are, each person is different and each person has different circumstances. And in equity, someone is provided the tools that they need to be able to compete or to function on a pretty much equal playing field. Let me give you an example of equality. So let's say you have three workers and you tell those three workers you need them to go out to the field to harvest apples and you give each of the workers a stepladder. The thing is, there is a difference of like a foot and a half in height between these three workers. So the tallest worker, that step stool is going to allow them to reach the top of the tree. The average or middle-sized person, they can reach uh, toward the middle, toward the bottom of the tree. But the shortest person, who is a foot and a half shorter than the tallest person, that person will only be able to reach the lower limbs of the tree. And because the upper limbs of the tree have blocked a lot of the sunlight, the apples on the bottom limbs are not as luscious. They grow more sparsely, so they can't reach everything. Now, equity says you would recognize the differences in the height of the people you sent out apple picking, and you would give them a stepladder that was able to put them on the same level as the other people they were working with. That's equity, giving people what they need to succeed. Okay. I think that is a really good way to set the scene. Very illustrative. I'm literally picturing the apple tree and, and the three different workers kind of, you know, having these different opportunities when they were provided the exact same step stool. To kind of translate that to a knowledge workforce, to an organization like GKG, can you tell me if, if this example that I'm going to give is accurate? say you have three employees and everyone, an entire team was given a new software platform that they have to use to do their jobs. So one employee used that software at their previous company. They're very familiar with it. They're using it and they're doing really well. Another employee didn't use that exact software at a previous company, but used a similar one. They're kind of getting through any kinks on their own and they're, they're doing okay. And then you have a third employee who has never used that software platform or anything like it. They're struggling through it and they're they're actually starting to fall behind on their work. So would equity be kind of acknowledging that every employee has a different starting point with this software? So the software is the same. That's what's provided to everyone. But equity is kind of recognizing those different starting points. Is that correct? That is so on point. That's exactly what it is. It's a case of recognizing that everyone is an individual. 
-hmm. and recognizing that everybody does not have the same needs. I, I like to think that people want to do their best. And in a work environment such as we have, if you provide them the tools they need, they will provide this overall great output. Now, let me go on. This is where I really, really love this. There is this concept known as equity theory. It requires people to think deep. Equity theory basically says that unequal working conditions, such as expecting someone to come in on day one with a new software platform and expecting them to do well, this is going to give them a certain amount of dissonance which is going to be hard for them to overcome, and they're going to be dissatisfied. Equity theory also says that in unequal working conditions, if people believe that they are unequally rewarded for the work they do, maybe there's someone else who's at the same level as they are, and they basically do the same job, but if they think that the other person is compensated in any way better than they are, and this is whether it's real or whether it's imagined that this will negatively affect the employee productivity. So in other words, people who believe that they're not receiving equitable treatment, they will work to try to gain equity. Now, equity theory is something that was first developed as a theory by J. Stacey Adams in the 1960s. And people have continued to do work on this since. It's one of the theories that never just came to the top of the heap because it requires so much subjectivity of both the worker and the manager. So employees who feel that they are receiving inequitable treatment will try to find a way to bring equity into their work life. Now, even though equity theory is not as well known as some other management theories. It is applicable in all areas of the workforce and pretty much in, in the area of people's life. Now, it could be applied if someone thinks that a disabled person and the workforce is given too much help and they're not pulling their weight. This is because from the outside, they are evaluating and they do not truly understand possibly what this person is performing or given to the organization fully. It also can be used to explain why some people perceive that if you have a friendship with someone higher up in your chain, that you receive an unfair advantage. So I want to turn this around to another way. Instead of thinking of it in a negative way, maybe it's a case of you feel that you are not actually pulling your load, so you're also going to work harder to justify your rewards. Bottom line, equity theory is a way to look at how employees look at each other, what they think is fair, and how we can act upon their perceptions. So employee perceptions about fairness do matter in the workforce. And whether they are real or imagined or misguided, we need to also deal with perceptions of our employees to make sure that we have a well-functioning organization. You mentioned that when employees feel that there's inequity, they will work hard to try to gain equity. Could you talk about that a little bit and maybe how workers do react to perceptions about fairness? I'll be happy to. So Adams, 
posited that there are four specific propositions about people who are looking for equity in the workforce. The first one that uh, Adams mentioned is that if someone believes that they are not rewarded in proportion to the work they put in and when they compare themselves to someone else, they may pretty much slow down what they believe their inputs to the organization should be, and they'll become less productive at work and be more of a clock watcher. Then there are those who say, okay, well, you know what? I'm going to show them that I am able to move to the point where I can be compensated at the level at the other people who are better rewarded are. So I am going to work smarter. I'm going to work harder. I'm going to do whatever it takes to make myself look better. Unfortunately, this may also include trying to sabotage others to make themselves feel better. The third proposition is someone who becomes a disruptive employee. And they do that because if they're not pleased, they don't want anyone else to be happy. So why, under this proposition, would an organization want to keep somebody like that around? Because the truth of the matter is, many people, for the most part, are excellent employees until they get somewhere in that mind that there is something inequitable going on. And according to the Human Resources Management, Society for Human Resources Management, it takes an average of six to nine months of an employee's salary to replace a person and bring them up to speed. So if we have put in the time to hire someone and train them, we know that they are capable and we don't want to leave them. And because we are interested in everybody in our organization, we want to work with you to get to that point where you feel good about us again. The fourth proposition is that if someone has tried to get equity into their work life and none of the other three propositions work, they'll just give up and retire or just quit. We don't want that because productivity and contribution to the organization, not only is it good for the organization, it's good for the individual. Yeah, I think it really shows how important equity and equity theory is when you talk about, you know, most employees are excellent employees. They're very productive. They're doing a great job until there's something in their mind that shows whether it's real or perceived that they are not being treated equitably. And then to think that they can go down any of those four paths, that is clearly not ideal. So can you discuss what you've seen in your research and your past in the military or other positions? What have you seen in the people who do a good job really focusing on equity managers or leaders or colleagues that did a good job? For the most part, it falls on the manager. The manager needs to see that there is a change in your personnel. And you will see the change if you are actually watching. So as a manager, you would need to know what the job the person is doing. Know what it is and inform the employee. This is what the job is. It's always good to have some metrics. Next, feedback, truthful feedback of how the employee is doing against that metric of what is expected out of the position, that will also tamper some of the perceptions about what someone is providing to the organization. And they can see what is required and they can honestly know what they need to work on. You continuously need to do this feedback. Everyone is not an A student. 
even if we have wonderful people, everyone is not an A employee. Some people are B, and some people are just the ones who are going to just be the salt of the earth to keep us moving. People need to understand it truthfully and help them to get to be a B or an A employee. You've got to be truthful, and you've got to do it on a continuous basis, not just annually, on a maybe a monthly basis if you want someone to improve their productivity. You've got to do it. In regards to my next question, it sounds like feedback and that continuous feedback loop might be key here. But what would you suggest that we can be working towards as an individual, as an organization to really focus on equity? I think it aligns well with the GKG life, leadership, integrity, family, excellence that that we talk about so often. It does seem like equity fits right into that. Can you just discuss that a little bit about what are some goals and things we can be doing? It sure does. A hundred percent. First of all, recognize one size does not fit all. It'd be like taking out some soccer cleats to a team of soccer players and they would all be one size. But you see, everybody on that team does not wear the same size. We need to recognize that we need to have different sizes and different support structures for the different employees. We at GKG are very pleased to have a very diverse working organization. Our workforce is very culturally diverse. We try to be very inclusive. So what someone who is six foot two might need to get through the day, maybe they'll need a higher shelves to work on. Or someone who is five foot one may need to have a lower desk. They need to have a special chair or have shelves put lower so they can reach them without stretching or taking too much energy to do those things. Provide the resources. Provide the resources that they need to do the best they can do. All I can say is, folks, remember, everything isn't the same for everybody. And as my mother used to say, don't waste someone else's eggs in your basket. How you see something or what you need is not what I need or the person next to me needs. Get to know your people. Also, as a supervisor, as a manager, look to see what your people need to be the most productive and be the best that they can be. Yeah, I think that's such good advice. I love the shoe size illustration because when you describe it like that, it seems so clear and obvious. No one would ever expect someone on a team to all be size nine or all be size seven and how that would negatively impact the people that are not that shoe size. So I think that's really helpful. Thank you again so much for your time, Beverly. Thank you. It was a real pleasure, people. And I I am happy to talk about it to anyone at Infinitum. I love it. If you hadn't figured out my love for this topic. Yes, you heard it. If you or if someone you know is having any issues around equity or inequity, please keep in mind that you can reach out to Danielle Demesme. She's our Managing Director of Inclusion and Culture, which was an office started in 2021 to really address issues like the ones we're talking about today. So please know that you have that resource available to you. And of course, Beverly stands at the ready to talk theory. So if you want to talk more, we'll include all of Beverly's information in the notes for this episode as well. And thank you everyone for listening. And we will talk to you next time on GKG On Air.